If you have leads, if you have people who open up your emails and consume what you send, you will never have to worry about your business because all you have to do is serve those people, solve those people's problems, no matter what happens in the world, no matter what changes with the economy, no matter what changes for your audience, for your business, as long as you focus on serving those people, you'll always be okay. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 458. Hello, everybody. All right, we are on the fifth day, the fifth and final day of this series. I hope you guys have enjoyed it this week with lots of super tactical, tangible tactics, strategies, all the things to implement in your marketing. And in today's episode, I'm going to talk about this underrated but super effective marketing strategy, and that is email marketing. And so I'm going to give you some specific tactics for this, but I think people have lost sight of how impactful email marketing still can be and is and how much of an asset your list, your email list is for your business. Because honestly, if you have leads, if you have people who open up your emails and consume what you send, you will never have to worry about your business because all you have to do is serve those people, solve those people's problems, no matter what happens in the world, no matter what changes with the economy, no matter what changes for your audience, for your business, as long as you focus on serving those people, you'll always be okay. And so having an email list of people who open your emails, who engage with your emails, who read your emails is super impactful. Most people, still have email on their phone, still go and scroll email at, you know, throughout the day. And you're even just seeing your name and not fully reading an email keeps you top of mind. And, and I think people forget this. So I wanted to just go through a couple of strategies. I'm not just going to be like, do email marketing. I'm going to talk about a couple of specific email marketing strategies that I've implemented with clients and in my own business that is very impactful. So first of all, I think that writing emails is difficult and unless you are a really amazing copywriter, it's also exhausting and I totally understand this and it takes a lot out of me to write copy and and especially when you're not like naturally a good copywriter, it's partly why copywriters are so essential and just copy is so essential. And you know, there's typically a, a lot of emails that need to be written for a business and it can be overwhelming. And so you don't have to go above and beyond. You don't have to like go way extra and overdo your email marketing. Like something is better than nothing, but there also is a lot of opportunity for probably more emails than you're sending out. And if you subscribe to anybody's email list that is a marketer or somebody who has a successful business, whether it's e-commerce, service, digital product, they probably are sending out quite a lot of emails. And I think that sometimes we feel like, oh, that's too many or we're being too annoying when it's actually fine. Because the worst that's gonna happen is someone just doesn't read it, just you know deletes it, or they do read it, they don't take action, but you're still staying top of mind. Or they unsubscribe, which let them unsubscribe. Who cares if they don't wanna hear your content? I want people to unsubscribe who don't want to get my emails and don't enjoy getting my emails. So one thing with the copy that I really enjoy doing with emails, because I think a lot of people get caught up in like templates or being super 
um, salesy with their sales emails or they're afraid to be salesy and then their emails end up being like really surface or it feels like they're following a template and, and they're like robots. And I like to surprise people in email and really capture attention. And so one of the things that I have done for clients and kind of mapped out in our series is like email series that I map out is doing the opposite of what people expect in your email. And so when people think you're just going to sell and like you're in a launch and you're sending out all these sales emails and they just think, oh, another sales email, another sales email. I like to like throw a, a wrench in things and actually give value and then sell like kind of on the side. And you wouldn't do that in every email. But for example, I've done this in like abandoned cart sequences or sales sequences where it's like, well, you still haven't bought yet. And you might think I'm going to spend this entire email telling you to buy, but instead I'm going to give you this XYZ resource to help you with the exact result that your offer solves as a problem for them. And if you still want to buy, the cart is still open or here's your 10% off coupon, whatever. So you're still selling, but you're making it fun. And email marketing is an experience in and of itself. And you're just trying to capture attention. You're just trying to get people to pause, to read, to click, to engage. It's all about that engagement. So if you look at it and you ask, how do I create that experience? How do I create that engagement? That probably is going to help you a lot with your copy and support you with that overwhelm that can come up with email marketing and with writing emails. And the other thing is a lot of times people have email marketing sequences or series where they do maybe like four to five emails that follow up from a webinar. They do like one to two emails as abandoned cart or whatever it is, whatever that automated sequence is. And they then it just like drops off. But likely there are people that are in that sequence that didn't buy a certain offer, but they might be a fit for another one. Or maybe you have an opt-in and you want people to go and sign up for your webinar later on. There's a lot of different journeys that you can create within your email marketing. So one of the things I like to do is look at a funnel and say, okay, is there any other places that I want to send people? And where are those places? And Maybe it's to, for example, like I have um, our right now we're running this like recession funnel, marketing tips in a recession. And we also just launched a webinar funnel that is an automated webinar that leads to my marketing accelerator product. But I can tie into people who come in the recession funnel to go to the webinar funnel. And then I can go into the webinar funnel and tie in people who don't buy my marketing accelerator product to purchase one of my downsells. Like there's so many different paths and eventually with your marketing strategy, everything kind of leads to everything and is, you know, goes all like, okay, if you have these products or you have these other funnels, they really should be all interconnected as long as obviously the ideal customer is the same but they should be interconnected within email. And so I think a lot of times people do their initial, like let's say three, four, five emails attached to a funnel and then they just don't really do anything else with it. And then those leads either sit on their list and get occasional emails 
or maybe they don't even get that and then they're just sitting there, right? And it's it's an asset that you're just truly kind of missing out on opportunity with. And so having an email nurture sequence that actually goes for a longer time and creates a true experience and is sending people to different places and is nurturing them and is building those relationships. And I mean, you could probably build an automated sequence that's as long as like 90 days of content, especially if you go and choose, if you send out regular emails, you can go choose ones that did well and just put those in a nurture sequence. There's a lot of opportunities and I think it can get overwhelming, but as long as you prioritize engaging and creating that connection with these leads who are going to read your emails and open your emails and you make that the priority and you make it fun and you make it not templated and not robotic you can't really go wrong and that's one thing with email marketing like you really can't mess it up you basically can always improve it like I will never not look at a sequence and have opportunities for improvement And there's times that like our team will audit a sequence for a client and then we'll audit it again in a month or two. And we find more opportunities that we either just didn't see before or we weren't thinking about or we've gotten feedback from people or we've seen responses to things. And so you can't really go wrong with your email marketing, but you can always improve it. So don't let it overwhelm you. Let it excite you about the opportunities that you could do and think about it as an experience. Somebody new who joins your email list and is brand new they should have a specific experience designed for them. And that experience is likely going to evolve. And if you have a lot of ways somebody can join your list, you might have multiple different paths and multiple different experiences that ultimately all lead to the same places. And then you're also creating an experience for people who are already on your list and so who regularly open it. What do you want that experience to be like for them? How often do you want to send them emails? What do you want the content to be like? Is it super long form newsletter? Is it frequent short form content? What's your messaging like? So you have kind of all these experiences you're creating and even for the people who are regularly on your list, you're creating an experience of emailing them weekly or multiple times a week. And you get to design that experience with the goal in mind of creating engagement. The other thing is making sure to email your list regularly and not just like a newsletter. Here's the thing, if your business, actually let's not even say if your business needs to make sales because we always need to make sales, but I was gonna say if your business is in a place where you really need to make sales, this week or this month, sending out a handful of emails to your list to promote your product, to promote your offer, to promote your service, to promote booking a call is a great way to do that. But that should also just be automatically part of your email marketing calendar. And at least every other month, you should have a time period over let's say three or four days that you send out four to six emails all focused on one call to action. So that could be signing up for a live launch that you have upcoming. That could be promoting your offer with a flash sale, with a discount. You don't even have to do a discount. Maybe people forgot about your offer. Maybe you haven't reminded them in a while. And so you just want to do a series highlighting your top four clients or your top four customers or what people have been saying. And you want to do that series. That's a way to do it. Um, you also can do like, I'm opening up three spots to work with me, go and fill out an application. I really feel like people get leads on their list. They might go through an initial basic nurture sequence that they, you know, 
put together or used a template for and they are hoping it's what you know it should be but it's not that innovative it's not that unique and then they might send out regular emails to their list but they don't even think to do like flash promos or to do blasts email blasts where you, like over three days you do a bunch of emails um and you're specific on your promotion. And the thing is like, you think people are hearing about what you're doing all the time and what you sell all the time and everything you're saying and your offers. But the reality is they're not like, you're lucky if your audience and your leads give you five minutes of their attention a week. And so you might put out 10 emails over the course of a month or the course of a couple of weeks and you're lucky if somebody reads one or two of those they might not and so you have to treat it like that like they don't see everything your business puts out and everything you do because you're just a small piece of what they follow and a small piece of the attention that they give out to the people that they follow so getting consistent with that and making sure that you are loud enough about, hey, here's an option for a way I can serve you. Here's an action for you to take. Here's a free webinar. And and putting that on rotation, again, it's something that can be overwhelming because I know I sometimes feel overwhelmed with that too because you can't always have this like perfectly planned email calendar. But again, you can't go wrong. You really can't. You might be scared you're going to email people too much And so what? They're either just going to ignore the emails or they're going to unsubscribe. As long as you're messaging, as long as you're creating an experience and you have powerful messaging, you really cannot go wrong. You can only improve. And that's exciting. And so don't worry about it being perfect. Don't worry about having this perfectly planned 90-day email marketing calendar. And just be consistent and, and add strategy in there where you're actually sending your leads back to your offer. And then make sure you are at the least emailing your list regularly. Because the worst thing is if you grow your list with leads and then you don't email them for months at a time, naturally you're going to have people who forget what they who you even are what they signed up for and that's just a waste of money because you're you paid for those leads in either a format of time or ad spend to get those in and you you know then were not able to keep up with them and now they may never open your email again right and so just even sending out a repurposed social media post that you turn into an email or the fact that you launched a podcast or something you feel inspired about or something you're working on, like just doing that one minimum of once a week is going to at least keep your name top of mind and keep people engaged with you. And then sprinkling in about every other month, you can even do it every month, honestly, if you do it well, is some sort of promo. And that can be a free like live webinar promo. It also could be to your paid offer and utilizing these leads because you never know when the right time is that someone's going to open an email and it's going to be exactly what they needed to hear that day and they're going to take the action you want them to take. So those are some of my like email marketing strategies. I'm not a copywriter and I, you know, I can write good copy, but I have copywriters who write for me. But one of the most important things, the most important things to me with email marketing is that every email I read and I approve from my team or I'm looking at for a client, I ask myself, what do I want someone to feel and experience when they read this email? And if it's like their eyes are going to glaze over and it's surface level and it doesn't impact me, I'd rather not send the email than actually send it. And I'd rather send less emails 
but go way deeper, get way into the emotions and and do that, then not. And so that's another way to look at your emails and, and improve your copy is just separate the, I've got to have this and I should have this and somebody did it this way and another person did it this way. I just literally said this on a strategy call with a new client. I said, you know, you don't have to look at what other people are doing and compare yourself and question your ability. You're just creating an experience for your ideal customer and it is infused with you and who you are and your messaging and the way you show up in the world and you get to create that experience. And if you lean into that, your marketing, your email marketing, all of it, is going to be the best. So if you even look at everything I talked about this week in all of these episodes, that was a theme. We are creating relationships, we're building relationships with our marketing, and we're creating an experience that's unique to your business, to your brand, and to your ideal customer, and to how you wanna show up as a business. And we're doing that genuinely, showing up to connect, and build that relationship, build that trust, and serve our audience and have that impact. And you cannot go wrong with those intentions in mind. So I hope you guys enjoyed this series this week. Next week, we will go back to regularly tuned podcast episodes. And if you want to explore getting support from Hirsch Marketing, we have so many different ways that I can support you, that my team can support you. We have full done for you. We have small priced and medium priced digital products that you can go through that have insane content in them. So if you go to helpmystrategy.com, you can kind of select based on your budget, what is the best option. And then I threw this out there yesterday, but if you're like, going into this new year or in January, in December, I want a marketing strategist to just be all in my business and to create me a strategy to do an intensive with me. I do offer those and I don't talk about it enough. Um, So you can message me directly on Instagram if you're interested in that. Otherwise, I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.